I'm all strung out and my money's spent. Can't really tell you where last year went. But I've given up paying my bills for land. Now the landlord, he says he wants his rent. All right, guys, so as usual, we'd like to start this podcast with a small prayer. So if you just close your eyes and uh, give us a moment of silence, and we can thank the giver. Uh, point of order. Um, point of order. Point of order. <laughs> point of order. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've already made offering uh, to uh, this morning, okay? Okay, guys, I... so it's not that kind of show. Um, we're back on uh, with um, Shitting the Shoot. Uh, with uh, the uh, members of NATO Comedy, uh, we're going to introduce ourselves. I, of course, am your um, vivacious um, hostess with the mostess for today's podcast, Mike. Uh, uh, anyone else want to say hello? I'm Etienne, and I had a rock star for breakfast, and uh, that's the only reason that I'm remotely peppy. So, uh, <laughs> hi, guys. I'm uh, Nico, and uh, I'm, on a, I'm on a cup of force of will. Uh, waking up in the morning because um, I can't drink coffee because I'm allergic to it. Hey, mm, yeah, really? Oh. I am. It sucks. I'm Patrick. I feel like I don't even know you. Sorry, Patrick. <laughs> it's okay. Who um, knows Patrick? Yeah. I'm Patrick. I don't even know you. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm Patrick, and uh, I don't know if I even know myself. It's been a rough couple of days. Uh, I dreamed of anger and betrayal and woke, hungover. I also had a rock star for breakfast, but also potato wig. Yeah, you um, son of a bitch. Oh. I mean, we can get, um, so, we can get some <laughs> Nice. Um, I had a sex dream about you, Patrick, but we'll get into that later. Um, wow. I mean, so we'll get into today's it. topic we wanted to discuss uh, is... Um, your perfect Saturday morning, you know, uh, what you would eat uh, for breakfast, uh, the, the cartoons that you would watch, if you'd watch cartoons, maybe what you'd go out and do, you know, just those, going back to that, for me, it would be uh, circa like 90, 1997 to like somewhere between 2000, 2001 before the music died, uh, before 9-11. And um, so I wanted to just start off if uh that's okay with everybody and uh talk about uh some of the things that i would do or th some of the things that i would remember i'm going down nostalgia lane here and i made a list uh off of memory um of some of the cartoons that were on during that time during those times uh jackie chan adventure remember that one hell yeah jackie uh sonic x gotta go fast uh static shock oh um, yeah everyone's favorite Yu-Gi-Oh. pokemon digimon X-Men Evolution, uh, Animaniacs, uh, Tiny Toons. Uh, this one was like, um, it was Transformers, but it was with animals, uh, Beast Wars. Oh, yeah, dude, that, Ooh. oh my god, right? I remember that right? show when wow. it came out. Like Cutting-edge technology, man, right there. It's so <laughs> crap, like the animation is <laughs> such crap just going back to it, but yeah, it was cutting-edge at the time, and like I remember watching it and being like, my god, this is awesome, well, it's like and the last Avengers. time, oh, sorry. the last time I just went back and tried, like I, I think it was like a late night, I was drunk, which, you know, it's one of the most forgiving ways to watch something, but I was <laughs> like, this is... This is just bad. Yeah, I'm sensing the theme here. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, funny. man. And, it's like, uh, and then, of course, that, uh, just to finish off. Oh, not at all. Not at all. Let's keep it organic. But uh, a couple of mentions were uh, Street Sharks. Awesome. And um, Gargoyles. And then uh, Batman Beyond. Nice. Yeah, was right? Dude, that show is way too cool for us. Uh, that's how I'm choosing to remember it. But yeah, <laughs> okay. it might not have been. Because I thought it was from <laughs> four to five, like, in that time slot. They do, like, two back-to-back episodes on... on. I might be remembering that wrong. But it was one of the only... Yeah, they may have moved it around, and I might be remembering it wrong. Off of PBS4. So, that's, that's, that's that thing. So I mean, oh. it would be on in the morning if you had it on VHS. And it is your perfect day. That's uh, that's something Ooh, I... That is a I, good idea. Well, I kind cool. of, like, grappled with. Because, like... You know, I was thinking... Of, okay, so, like... When we were first discussing topics for this... I, like, didn't really know where to go. But I was feeling nostalgic. I had the, uh, the song Old School from uh, Danger Doom stuck in my head. And I was like, you know what? I, I'm really feeling talking about some like cereal, some cartoons, you know, thinking back to when I was a kid and my life was still in front of me. Um, and like, I was like, you know, there's a lot of cartoons that I liked, but a lot of the cartoons that I remember watching were like afternoons. Like I'd come home from school and like my parents weren't home yet. So I could like watch whatever the fuck I wanted. Um, like, Monster mm-hmm. Ranchers and Pokemon were like things that I definitely watched, but I don't remember them being Saturday morning. I remember them being like, you know, coming home from school, like before I would do my homework type shit. So right, no, it's kind of similar for me in a lot of stuff. But also, I didn't want to, I didn't want to jump too far off of Mike's answer because he'd only gone through some of the TV shows, and I definitely feel feel that. And my answer is weird on this because yeah, I have a weird connection to Saturday morning cartoon. That whole thing of like the perfect Saturday morning is weird for me, but I can I will get to that later. But I'm curious as to what kind of cereal you were looking at, Mike. <clears throat> well, you know, it's funny as you know, my Saturdays now um are um you know, I'm sleeping in or I'm hanging out with you guys uh, virtually, uh, yeah. <laughs> but like it's Saturday when I was a kid. You know, I'd I'd wake up early. Like when you're a kid, you just have that you wake up with the sun, and um, of course I wouldn't do anything. But, like, they started showing uh, Saturday morning cartoons at that time, like, really early. Like, you could wake up as early as, like, 8, and there'd be something on. And uh, they kind of, like, the block, you could be switching from, like, Channel 5, Channel 7, and, like, uh, Channel 11. Uh, so, I guess, uh, what was that? Um, ABC and Fox and uh, what the fuck Channel the 5 is? The WB. There you go. Yeah, one <laughs> duh. Fuck. So you'd just be like, yeah, there's always something on. And uh, I would hate it when I was like absorbed in one show. And then I didn't realize that I was missing another show as it was simultaneously going on because I didn't even have a TV uh, guide. Um, Like it was just a a tube TV. So like really uh, it was up to the gods to figure out which was, uh, which was showing. And I guess I could have done a little research, but it seems a little involved for, you know, a kid or just me in general uh so so like i had no way of knowing there was no info button it was just a it was this is way back in the day before uh hd programming too like it was there was just tv being shot out in the sky in the air in the in the waves you could catch it on an antenna it was an amazing time now i don't even know how they send tv to your tv but anyway um 
I think it has something to do with tiny men. But they're I'm, just now antennas. You know, oh, is it still antennas? Like, yeah, they're they're just carried by like small teams of indentured servants from the moons of Saturn, and they ah see they use their own kind as the antennas, and that's why we now have HD because like Earth antennas, you know, they're running on a metal standard instead of a Saturn, you know, genetic standard. Okay, so it's a the sacrifice of um, human life or alien life that allows this technology to work. Oh, of course, it's more like magic. Any you think magic? Okay, through the air. Zenu. Okay, I always so it was Zenu. 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 All right. I'm sorry. All right. Well, if you're still with us, I'm going to jump back into my answer. I'm sorry. That was perfect. That was perfect. Um. The kind of cereal I would enjoy, though, um, if I even got that far, was uh, most of the time when I'd uh, turn on the TV, I was hoping, I'm like, well, any minute now, someone's going to come in through the door, and there's either to be A, breakfast, and they can bring me some, or they're just going to bring me breakfast, or I'll starve. <laughs> I was really <laughs> And so um, I'd be in the bedroom watching TV, um, and like everybody else would be, you know, they'd leave me alone. I was like, yes. But uh, cereal, man, it was either... Um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, or um, what's the one? Uh, not Cookie Crisp, but the one that's shaped like uh, Honeycomb, right? Honeycomb, Honeycomb Delight, or something. With like the crackhead. Those like, are fucking great. Fucking mascot. Oh yeah, yeah the little. Yeah. He's like this little like ball of fuzz. He's like yeah 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 yeah. I don't even know yeah. if he said anything, but he was just like. I think he screamed and smoked crack. Smoked <laughs> crack, <laughs> and of course. <coughs> oh, and aggressive. I'm sorry if this offends anyone. Oh. Uh, Lucky Charms. The cereal course, was you know. full of crap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Lucky Charms. No other explanation. Dude. Oh, Lucky Charms. Fuck yeah. You know, they sell They only. They sell just the uh, the marshmallows now, so you don't have to wade through all that 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 other not stuff. That, so, this is going to be the that not controversial thing of this podcast. I've never liked Lucky Charms. Never. Wow. Get out of my life. You know what? I'm right there with you. I've never been a Lucky Charms guy either. (laughs) Or Fruity Pebbles, for that matter. Yo, cereal is, like, so personal taste. Like, you're going to dig it or you're not. Like, 80% of cereals, I think, are, like, straight horse shit. So, like, (laughs) I think... It's also, like, interesting to see how, like, tastes have changed and, like, haven't at the same time. Like, I'll get something that, like you know, is is nostalgic, you know, that has that, like, kid taste and, like, you know, I might have had back in the day. Um, but, you know, I also find myself like, oh, shit, man, give me some of that Raisin Bran, which is not something I would have ever said as a kid, <laughs> you know? Um, but, yeah, mm. I, I mean, I Dude, I could that. go for some of that, yeah. yeah. Uh, definitely my, my sweet tooth has uh, gotten a little more sensitive. I can't even drink a uh, fucking lemonade without diluting it in water, depending on, like, if it's from the fountain. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is way too sugary. But the other day, I was at 7-Eleven, and I saw that they had uh, ice cream, um, and it was cinnamon toast crunch flavored. Oh, and I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, oh, cinnamon toast crunch ice cream? Oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. And then just think about making a brownie, for example, and then taking a scoop of that while it's still hot and just putting it on there. Oh, man. And then you oh. put another brownie on top so it's like a fucking sandwich. And you squish that mm. bitch and eat it with oh a knife God. and a fork. 
Oh my See, god. I was thinking going the other <laughs> route with it and doing like a hot brownie sundae with like a caramel drizzle or something. So you oh. hitting that chocolatey, that cinnamony, and that caramelly. I mean, but... let's combine. Let's do both. <laughs> let's drizzle on the fucking let's drizzle on this brownie sandwich, motherfucker. Like and let's then, get the oh, eat it with your dude. hands while you're yes. naked and just rub the syrup all over your body. And that's watching Saturday morning, morning cartoons. Right there. Watching yeah, Pokemon. Right? <laughs> oh, oh right. thanks for being with us. It's been like Ten minutes. Uh, we'll see you all in Valhalla. <laughs> We've achieved the perfect Saturday morning. Just rubbing caramel on myself to Pokemon. Oh um, my god! Who's that Pokemon? I don't know anymore. <laughs> it's me. It's me. It's always oh been me. Oh Christ. Uh, yeah, that was that was a rip too. You know, who's that Pokemon? You're like, oh, I know that one. That's easy, and it's just Pikachu in a ball or <laughs> Pikachu in different shapes. Yeah, like in a different you know, pose, and you're like, oh, fuck different you. pose. Just messing with you me. know, like on a on a recliner smoking a cigarette on the beach with an umbrella. <laughs> Mike, I'm not entirely yeah. sure we watched the same Pokemon growing up, but uh, I I'd well, the reception was different. Pokemon. You know? <laughs> That right, like if they made Detective Pikachu just a little more gritty, like if if uh, Ryan Reynolds, who who voiced you know Pikachu, uh, was like still in character from Deadpool, <laughs> or if or if Pikachu was just getting too old for this shit, right? Just have it be like a noir that's just fucking like narrated by Donald Glover. Like Detective Pikachu can't fucking <clears throat> like or Danny Glover. Sorry. Um, eh, uh, either way, I mean, either I way, I think works. Danny Glover. Yeah, true, I think Danny Glover works better. Pitch it, pitch like, it, so you, pitch it. You could have like a time skip, so you have the young one voiced by one and the old one voiced by the other one. Oh and my you god! Could flashbacks because it's a noir. He could be flashing back to his youth. Oh yeah, Pikachu could still speak yeah. before the Pokemon got their rights taken away, mm. and we're all forced to say their names over and over again. And see the letter, old man. You get the gas. Like, wow. You know, just going through like it's not a good world anymore. It's nothing but slavery, corruption, and pain. Just chain smoking. This shit. Yeah, like, like hard man, chain smoking. Fucking, uh, Should have evolved back in the Danny day. <laughs> right? I would have oh, yeah. slower than I am now, but maybe I would have had the strength to fight back. <laughs> like you know. Oh my god. <laughs> That's if, wild. If you want, if you want the uh, the script for that, email us at natocomedy at gmail dot com, and uh, you know we'll we'll work out a deal. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. We'll get that done. Uh, so I decided to look up the honeycomb monster just because it's been a while, and I was like, "Holy shit, he is a fucking ball of crack!" Like, yeah, I forgot how insane this character is. Like, like, like he, he doesn't even have a name. He's just the honeycomb monster. Like you see him and you recognize his face. You know, obviously, if you're from the '90s, you've seen this fucking commercial. But like, the guy is just only '90s kids know this. Holy crap! Like, is this what honeycomb turns you into? Like, this yeah. is awful. Yeah, that's the thing, right? It's 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 kind of like letting the parents know, like, this will change your child. Like, get ready. You know, uh, <laughs> if eating Lucky Charms turns you into a little leprechaun, and like. Um, and uh, uh, tricks, uh, tricks, you know. and, 
eating tricks uh it turns you into a rabbit hating uh psychopath nazi kid who who doesn't want to share right. their uh cereal yeah right they don't want, want to share their cereal dead. those kids are fascist dead. i want them crucified publicly <laughs> for their fucking crime you know that mm-hmm. there was a tricks commercial in the fucking mid 90s i wasn't allowed to turn the channel off of fucking pbs so i very rarely saw commercials as a kid and this commercial fucking stuck with me because we were watching i was watching something with my parents they changed the channel um, there was this tricks commercial that was literally an ice carving competition, and the prize for the ice carving competition was a box of tricks. Okay, and the rabbit enters, and all the kids enter, and the kids make like childish, like shitty ice sculptures, and the rabbit creates this like gorgeous, like three story tall masterpiece of sculpture, and he wins, like legitimately, fairly, he wins. He won the competition. He deserves that box of tricks. And as he's walking to the box of tricks, the frozen <laughs> lake that they're on top of cracks under the weight of his statue. And he is dropped into the ice and sticks with his head above the ice, frozen in the ice right there next to the tricks. And the kids walk up and laugh in his face and take the box of tricks and are like, silly rabbit, tricks are for kids. Those commercials are a hellscape. <laughs> so I remember I think, that commercial. I was. I remember say, watching that. I I definitely remember that commercial too. Uh, not as vividly as you did. Like it was not Fuck. like a tent pole of my childhood. But yeah, like every cereal <sighs> company had like their own like mascot. Like even fucking Apple Jacks had that weird yes. like cinnamon thing. The, like, the cinnamon stick and the apple. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like. I don't cinnamon. know. It was, it? it was cinnamon and Applejack. That's what it was. The That's cinnamon was right. a fucking. It was, like a, it was like a Jamaican dude. Yeah, it was just like, hey, what? like this. Oh my god, it was so weird. vintage nineties racism. Do you think but they yeah, were a couple? Like, like they, were, they were pushing the envelope, you know, the LGBTQ like plus, that. right? Yeah. Um, That's cool. Say, though, but uh... <laughs> that, that was the day that I realized the system was rigged, and we can't trust the authorities. The systems of our world are simply based to fuck over the rabbits and take their tricks. That's I'm traumatizing, sorry, I'm gonna really. Stop. I'm just gonna stop. yeah. I'm just <laughs> thinking about that. I mean, we were talking about cartoons, and what was great about like cereal <laughs> and cartoons is that they were they were one in the same. Like you know, it was like a little episode. I mean, can you imagine pitching that that? That commercial like that sounds really involved He's like, and then you know like how cracked out um the uh the advertising committee is it's like all right guys here's my idea for a tricks commercial and he's just another he's just got enough to abuse this rabbit so i feel like, like i feel like cocaine to the 80s is what lsd was maybe to the 90s that's why we got these insane commercials of just people turning into these cereal monsters that just consumed cereal on like an unnatural basis i don't know i feel like i feel like that's a something that they well i think we have sesame absolutely i think we have sesame street to thank for that the cookie monster i mean this guy lives just to eat cookies that's all it's about it's, it's true it's true that guy's i mean that guy's a badass though i mean who wins who who Oh yeah, who was in that fist fight? The Cookie Crisp dog or Cookie Monster? Oh, Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster. Like Straight that's up. not even a question. Yeah, like if we're talking about oh, like, yeah, cookie... Sesame Street lore, like Cookie Monster can fuck your shit up. Like he did not start as one of the homies. He literally started out as the like deranged crackhead jacking the children's cookies. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. They, like, they had to tame him. They had to tame him. Like 
Yeah. You know. He's a and... real OG. Yes. <laughs> Original. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I wanna, oh my God. I want to see that game. I want to see. It's like Marvel versus Capcom, except it's uh, Sesame Street versus uh, the entirety of the serial. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it might already. I believe we've exist. had the discussion. Have you heard of Mugen? We, we talked about Mugen. talking about this. That is Mugen. true. That is true, Michael. Why did I call you Michael? I don't know that I've ever. I don't know who the Michael. fuck is that guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm you referred up. to him by his Christian name and took his power. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Have I had um, you before? <laughs> Mugen's a that. a like fighting game. Uh, thing where you can like import sprites and make things into a character like the famous oh. thing is like Colonel Sanders versus uh McJackoff. Yeah, I and, think I've like shit them, like that. It's like so, Homer like, versus Peter Griffin and yeah, shit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's that's all Mugen stuff. So I'm sure on some level I'm obviously Cookie Monster has to have been like done into Mugen at some point. I don't know that like the, the whole roster's been done. But I, I think, you know, if you delve deep, like, it exists somewhere on Mugen. This is fair. And again, Dude. like, you guys all know I'm a rabid Sesame Street fan, so I'm into this, and we should probably stop, because I'll go all day. <laughs> yeah. Mike, I think you have another <laughs> Yeah, <thing>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to say we did briefly discuss the idea of discussing, um, you know, basically the cast from um, a TV show or a cartoon versus... <laughs> The cast of another one. So, for example, you know, Family Guy versus The Simpsons or Sesame Street versus, I don't know, um, fucking dinosaurs. Fucking, I don't know, regular re- regular show. That'd be oh, cool God, one, Sesame Street versus regular show would be fucking nuts. Right? Because, I mean, they're, they're basically, they're not like super powered or like, but they're normal, but they're not. Because the thing that makes a regular show so charming is that it's like just. Have- day at the park, everything is normal, and then something just goes horribly wrong. Mike, how much yeah. regular show have you watched? There's, like, tons of cosmic entities in regular show. Yeah, yeah, like, but that's, like, later on. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. I need to kind of finish up <laughs> on it. But like, that's what I mean. It's, 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 yeah, and, and like... Sesame Street, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, wasn't it's, saying it, it appears, when. I'm just saying, it, like, they're... I'm so it appears like there's right normal. Now. It appears like it's you know it's like oh it's just normal people that are shaped weird, but then like in the background there's like this weird cosmic energy. That's my point. Oh yeah. No, you're it's not right. always it like in your face. Yeah, because I mean, Sesame Street's just a neighborhood, right? You know, yeah. and then all of a sudden, fucking Big Bird, <sighs> boom. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh. Um, Regular show is just a park, or is it? Is it right? Exactly. So um, I'm interested to hear more from uh, Nico uh, because um, I haven't heard a lot from you today, buddy. And um, we're here to talk. I'm sorry. It's it's to those listening. I have I have yard work going on and construction, so I'm trying to limit the amount of that you hear in the background. But um, yeah. So uh, interestingly enough, I didn't have a cereal down for my breakfast food off the bat honestly Um, dude so i I mean i think we all kind of thought that like 
as kids, that's the classic thing is like, you know, cereal and cartoons. Right. But it's whatever your perfect breakfast is. Like, go for it, dude. Yeah. I like kind of like, said that because. Uh, don't get me wrong. Like, I love, I love breakfast soup just as much as the next guy. But like when push comes to shove. Yeah, that's right. I'm, 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 I'm causing waves over here. Um, <clears throat> as much as I love, you know, uh, breakfast soup, uh, I also am a fan of toasted things. <laughs> So like for me, like, oh my god, it would, be, it would be between like either toaster strudel or toaster scrambles, depending on what I had. And I was a I was the strawberry toaster strudel kid, but I also loved like the bacon toaster. If you guys ever had this, by the way, they still have toaster strudels, but toaster scrambles is, is like starting to go out, so they're very hard to find. Like they're incredibly difficult to find out, there, but it's like gold. And uh, literally. Never toaster heard of scramble? toaster scrambles. Yes. Yeah. Right. What? That sounds amazing. It's, it's like it's like bacon, egg, and cheese, and like a pa- puff pastry thing that you put in the toaster. It's it's so good. Huh. It okay. is wrecked. Yes. Wrecked? It's it. It used to come. Okay, so it used to come in a pack of six, but now they've downsized to a pack of four, which makes me sad. But it's that's beside the point. But it's 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 yeah, these little like like p- packets of puff pastry with all this goodness like. Like salty, savory goodness in it. It's making my mouth water. Just about it. That yeah. sounds amazing, dude. I want... Yeah, they live in the freezer. Oh. <clears throat> They're in the freezer I, section. I, I can't believe. Uh, what the fuck? I didn't think about that because yeah, I love toaster strudels, pop tarts. You know, um, you know, uh, my parents didn't cook for me, so I was all I was on my own. So uh, <laughs> that's not true. Sometimes non But uh, I I remember like that's the great. First... That's great. And probably wasn't the first time, but like one of the the times that like you crashed in my house and like my folks were there, and like my parents made breakfast the next morning. And you're like, these are pancakes that didn't come from a mix. What the fuck is this? You what were is just this? so amazed. <laughs> I was amazed, and like it's funny is I'd had that done before. Like I'd made pan- uh, someone made pancakes, but like yeah, I think about two or three times in my life someone made pancakes not from a mix. And uh, it's it's different. It's yeah. different. It it changes you as a man. And um, yeah, yeah. I, I even learned that uh, some people make pancakes and you can like put lemon on them, and like that's that just switches it up. What? What? Yeah. That's like some crapery stuff. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah. I think I was like just right out of high school, and I was at my uh, girlfriend's house at the time, Annika, uh, and um, yeah, her mom made pancakes, and I was like, what? I mean, I, I must have seemed like such a um, uneducated um, street waif to, to her mom. <laughs> street waif. I like that. This is a descriptor for, like, a number of people we know. Street waif. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but, um, yeah, well done. Because, like, I, we were thinking cereal, but, like, there are, there are things like the to- frozen toasted delights of oh, our yeah. childhood are just... Oh, and I've never heard of um those those particular kind of strudels. Yeah, toaster scrambles. Scrambles. Toaster scrambles. Yeah. That's what you. I don't think my father, inventor of toaster strudel, would really appreciate this line of questioning. <laughs> but, but like I said, they're they're incredibly hard to find. Like for my kids. Like I've only ever found them. I think at like either Target. Or like, fuck! I was just there. I would even say like maybe even Walmart potentially. 
Um, but like they're, they're they don't they they're not as widespread as they used to be because yeah they're, they're, I feel like they're slowly cycling them out so they're really hard to find. But if you if you find a grocery store near you that has them, like they're to me they're fucking the breakfast gold because I just love that shit. Um, I still now do. I know what to get you for Christmas. I mean, yeah, I was I mean, about to say that I was like, hey man. <laughs> um, and then uh, on special occasions like like Christmas birthdays and stuff, I'd get cinnamon buns. Uh, my mom would nice. morning. Oh. So, um, yeah, that'd be another one that's like, that, like I'd wake up in the morning and like the first thing that would hit my nose would just be cinnamon rolls, and it'd be like, oh, today's a good day. Um, so yeah, so those those are my those are my perfect Saturday breakfast. Um, awesome, dude. And then in terms of like watching stuff, really it was anything that was on like Nick, uh, Cartoon Network, or Discovery Channel at the time. Uh, I actually still remember the the specific channel numbers for my house. It was Nick was on 32, Cartoon Network was on 48, and Discovery Channel was on 34. And I would like have it like on you know how you had like the back button on remotes so you could like oh, switch yeah. between channels. Mm-hmm. So like I, I had it on 32 and 34, uh, 32 and 48, and then I would switch between uh, 34 and 48 on my back button so that I could like watch like three different channels at the same time. And like master, yeah, like anything master from. I'll just name off stuff like Fairly Odd Parents, SpongeBob, uh, Avatar, uh, Ed and Nettie, Dexter's Laboratory, Samurai Jack, The Wild Thornberries, Ben 10, Rocket Power, um, Mythbusters, um, Dirty Jobs, uh, Deadliest Catch. Um, you know, when Discovery Channel was like good. <laughs> yeah. They, oh, yeah. Like, really no, they had some off really the nice programming. Yeah. They had Especially some really excellent programming. Like, like I like this one where it's like just four four kids and they're they're nerds and they have like their own science lab and they're conducting um experiments and shit and then like occasionally they'd go travel or test it out on the field. And um I don't know what the fuck the name of the show was, but like they had some good stuff. And that now yeah. everything is aliens. I yeah or ghost I, hunters or whatever. I haven't I haven't looked at since list of shows under discovery channel but it's it's just it's not what it used to be and like i remember too like um like uh what was weird my audio just skipped forward there um but like like discovery channel i remember had like the best advertisement for their programming do you guys remember the the that that ad campaign that they had where it was like the um uh it was like it starts off with two astronauts floating in space and he's like, man, I fucking love the Earth. It's me too. You want to start the song again? And they start like singing like all these different parts of of the different Discovery Channel shows like through the advertisement. And it's like everyone culminating together, basically being like, yeah, the world is awesome because of all these cool things that we're that we're like we're watching sharks, we're going to space, we're blowing shit up, like we're doing testing. Like there's all this cool like um I can't I can't I'll have to share it with you guys on uh, on the uh, Discord later, but it's um. Uh, yeah, definitely. Now you got me wondering what the fuck happened to Discovery Channel and History Channel. Do you think it was like uh, something to do with the Bush administration? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's like somebody pulled the plug mm-hmm. one day. Uh, you know, the they had acronym LCD, lowest yeah. common denominator. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that was a big thing that happened. Their market share dropped off to like nothing. Like History Channel used to have a wide variety of history shows. Then they started focusing on one period of history at a time that they could essentially mass sell that were popular periods of history. World War II was one of them that they did for like two straight years. Like all the shit was that because they were desperately trying yeah, to sell that. Yeah, everything was about Hitler for a while. And right. Discovery and History Channel both ended up 
in order to save their own financial streams, if I remember correctly, basically being like, well, we're about to get bought out if we don't do something. So they started doing tons of reality shows and the alien shit because that sold. And as you pointed out, Etienne, LCD, sound system. Mm. New York, I love you. You know, this is also around the same time that American Idol started. So I I, I blame them. Bush and Simon Powell. That's what I'm taking. That's what I'm taking from this. Simon Powell and George Bush. This is what happened. Discovery Channel. Blame Ronald Reagan. Anyway, Um, I mean, we can always blame him for everything. It's almost like blaming the devil for everything. You know, it's like, oh, it's the devil. He did it. You know, or like when people compare. you know, someone who's, you know, uh, being a little bit of a fascist to uh, Hitler. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but, like, you know who was Hitler? Who's like Hitler? Hitler was. Like, let's not take anything away from all the horrible shit that that person did. No, every Although, fascist dictator is unique. Yeah, they're unique. And, and yes, you know, did. we don't, we, we don't, <laughs> we, we don't want to, you know, pigeonhole these people. We don't want to marginalize them just by comparing them to, like, the one guy, you know? No, let them all be let, their you own let fascists. Them. And hate be them their own fascists, you know. Exactly uh, for themselves. Don't cut, don't cut their wings off before they learn how to. Fly. I'm fine with cutting their wings off before they learn how to fly. Um, but that's a separate <laughs> issue, I think, for another episode. For issue. Um, I was gonna say, uh, uh, I love, I love the 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 variety of different channels and different like subjects that people have already yeah. brought up as like what their basis was for what they would have loved to have seen. Um, I was going to say, I wasn't sure that uh, – uh, I might have missed it because I've had my audio drop out a couple of times. But, uh, Mike, did you did you actually end up deciding on what your, your ideal food would be? Okay, well, uh, pretty much uh, a lot of happy uh, breakfasts I've had as, as a kid. And uh, not even just on Saturdays. It's always, it was always – food in front of me in front of the tv in fact i would say most of my life when i was eating was literally either in the living room or in the bedroom or like even in the kitchen in front of a tv one would argue that i was raised on television by television for television um but uh, (laughs) oh yeah uh so uh, like one of my favorite um it was such a great breakfast, and it still is. I still make. I now I can make it. Like the moment my mom showed me how to make this, I was like, "Yes!" As uh, a hole in one done with sourdough bread, hole in one or egg in a basket. When you uh, take oh, a piece yeah. of bread, and you, um, I usually use a shot glass uh, upside down, and I cut a hole in the center, and I take the little piece of bread out, and see that's your safety, by the way. So when you fry up the pan with a lot of butter, you know you. You can flip that and see, like, okay, where's the other side of this bread, you know? And, of course, you crack an egg in the center after the bread is slightly toasted. And so what you've got is a single piece of breakfast deliciousness, uh, toasted sourdough with butter, and um, yeah, under uh, uh, a uh, an egg that hasn't been cooked all the way through. So it's a little runny. It's a little runny because the bread's going to soak it right up. And so, yeah, mm. that would be fucking ideal that would be a start and a bowl of cereal because i'm big hungry and um i like a um, combination of uh orange juice and cranberry juice like half half or 40 60 percent that's where it's at it's kind of like a which uh, is the 40 and which is the 60 a uh, virgin mai tai the and who's the bottom uh, uh, <laughs> okay 
<laughs> I think that's up to you and your partner, Patrick. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'm asking about you, though, Mike. Um, Which do you I think I'm um, 60. Uh, I like to... Um, God, I can't believe I'm answering this question. You put the cranberry, uh, cranberry juice on top first, or on the bottom, so that when you pour the orange juice, which is typically heavy, it swirls up and mixes it organically as opposed to mixing it mechanically. Fucking outstanding. 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 Um, but yeah, and um, definitely be watching. You got to have some X-Men in the morning. And, um, you know, I don't know. I'm thinking about it now. Did they show X-Men Evolution in the morning? I want to say so. But yes. before that show came out, I don't know if you guys can think back, but that other X-Men show, it was a little more... Uh, a little more rock and roll, a little more gritty, kind of leftover. It actually kind of looked like a comic book come to life. I think it's just the X-Men cartoon, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. just called Yeah, X-Men. I think it was just the X-Men. Right. Yeah. X-Men. Yeah, that, that shit show was, was the bomb. Cool. Yeah. That shit was Exactly. I was hoping to do that. But hey, I one time remember um as a friend of mine, remember Nathan Stroud? He learned how to play on guitar the um the, the intro to X Men Evolution. He just he looked it up one day. I was like, okay, I saw him do it. You were there too, Etienne. We were at his house, oh, yeah. and then he just started he just started playing it. I was just like, that's fucking cool, man. That was some the theme songs from those that era of cartoon. Oh, everything was better back then. But those <laughs> theme songs, they kicked ass. They caked asses, you know, before we started worrying about other people's feelings. It was all about rock and roll, dude. Pussy. I disagree with literally everything you just said. Cool. Um, I know. I, I, I said it for your reaction, Patrick. Wholeheartedly disagree with that. Like, I, I definitely, like, there's so many, like, cartoon intros like from our generation that like instantly like i love a because i i think they were good not all of them across the board but a, a lot of them were and like you hear like a small like snippet and then you're there you know yeah um, there. and i i wouldn't say that they're necessarily better or worse than you know they are today and no, i mean they mean a lot to no. us right i just wanted to say i resonated with part of what you were saying, but I'm not co-signing the whole <laughs> statement. And I'm not getting into the nitty-gritty of all the, like, P's and Q's that I'm not co-signing. Yeah, that's, I think it's, it's obvious. But, sidelines. Um, <laughs> um, uh, so, I think you and I had different but similar childhoods in a lot of ways, Patrick. Um, I couldn't really watch whatever I wanted when my folks were home. Um, I couldn't watch that much TV until I bought my own TV. Uh, yeah. My parents were like big on like, you know, education and like there was periods of my life that like every minute of TV I had to offset with like minutes of reading and like it was a whole weird thing and I didn't have cable growing up. So like, you know, Nemo over here with his bougie, like, three fucking network setup, <laughs> motherfucker. I'm sipping on my tea right now. <clears throat> That's great. I've run out of oh, Rockstar. Nice. I, I nice. literally, I have nothing. Um, 
I'm so like, to laugh. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Let so them like eat cake, the, bitches. The the wow, wow. I'm sorry. I know where Continue, you live. <laughs> I will drive down there during COVID <laughs> and assault you. Here, have some cake. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's that's quite delicious. Plenty of cake to go around. So like, <laughs> some of the best so things. For me were like sleepovers that like I would spend at other kids' houses and like get to see how the other side lived, you know. Uh that that Cartoon Network morning block, you know, watching shows that, you know, I didn't I didn't have access to, you know, Ed Ed and Eddie, Inspector Gadget, you know, all that shit. Um, oh dude. But like the shows that like I really loved you know, when, when I was watching them at home or like stuff like, you know, static shock was already said, like the reason I have X-Men posters on like every wall in my room is because watching Saturday morning cartoons, like it really helped foster like a love of that stuff for me. Um, nice. I, I don't know what my original point was, but yeah. Well, it's about the That's weird good, relationship. That's good. That's good. I was right there with you. Movies. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I'll I'll probably come back to something. I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I was also going to say I don't know that we ever heard was was in fact the toaster scramble. Is that correct? I keep wanting to yes. say toaster omelet. Toaster scramble. Toaster scramble. Was that your ideal? Yes, Toaster Scramble was the, like, like I, as much as I liked Cinnamon Rolls and, like, Toaster Strudels, like, that, Toaster Scrambles were, that was where my heart was, was that. For me, okay. at least. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to double check that. That, that. That's, like, a thing that I keep missing, where I'm like, but what's the food? What is the final decision <laughs> on the food? food? <laughs> um, Free again, pizza. Um... <laughs> Free pizza for everyone. Chase okay. down answers today, I like money. it. Yeah. Um, but no, I definitely feel that at the end because that's that's like where I I kind of land with stuff. I did not experience Saturday mornings the way anyone else that I know did growing up, other than to a degree you at because we had a lot of similarities in terms of that. I stopped having like Saturday mornings that were just like hanging out uh, the day after my fifth birthday because that's when in my family, you started helping with chores. And Saturday was chore day. And so 6.30 in the morning, you started doing chores. And that was the rest of the day. Um, oh, so man. Like, everybody like loved Saturdays and loved weekends like at my school. And I did not dig on them. Because Saturday was doing like cleaning and manual labor for 12 hours and 10 hours usually. Um, and Sundays were like church followed by family brunch, which is cool. We all like sit down and have like a, a, a cool brunch thing and then more chores. And that was Sunday. So like school sucked, but weekends were literally just two days of manual labor when I was oh. a kid. So. <laughs> I didn't oh, man. have this. 
And you, you touched on this also, Mike, at the beginning, like I would wake up crazy early because it was the only way that I could have any kind of like relaxation time on my weekend. Uh, so I would wake up at 5am and watch Plaza Sesamo, which is Sesame Street from Mexico, even though I didn't speak Spanish oh. because it was what was on from 5 to 6am on PBS. And then I would watch the first 30 minutes of Sesame Street from 6 to 6.30. And then I would start doing chores. <laughs> um, so my ideal Saturday morning from childhood would essentially be the opposite of every Saturday morning from my childhood. Um, it would be <laughs> me getting up at 5 a.m., and watching uh, like three episodes of Sesame Street and then like six episodes of Arthur and then like six episodes of Between the Lions. And then after that, getting out of the PBS stuff, it would be six episodes of Gargoyles followed by six episodes of the Pirates of Dark Water because the only shit that wasn't on PBS that I was allowed to watch, because again, I wasn't allowed to change the channel until I was 13 years old. Like that was not allowed. Uh, well, uh, so... Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I had Gargoyles recorded on VHS off of the TV because my parents pre-vetted it and were like, this show talks about Shakespeare. So I got that. I got Pirates of it's Dark pretty, Water. It's a pretty well put together show. Oh, it's glorious. It's fucking brilliant writing. It's glorious. It's, like it's very smart. Very, and a lot. They have all of fucking Gargoyles on it. I need to hit that. Yeah. I need to really hit that screen. And Pirates of Darkwater, really which they vetted because they liked the world design. So we got that on a VHS tape. And then other than that, the only, like, Nick stuff that I saw was David the Gnome and fucking Muppet Babies. <laughs> we had one VHS tape of David the Gnome and Muppet Babies because my parents had, like, watched the, like, Nick Jr., like, ads and were like, these ads encourage disobeying your parents. And they, like, recorded a few episodes of these shows that they approved of, and that was it. And I wasn't allowed to Nickelodeon introduced me to communism and anarchy, for sure. Yeah. Well, that wasn't even the problem. It was just literally, like, this just... <laughs> yeah. Like, it was a very strict thing. And I don't mean to give my parents crap about it, because it, in a lot of ways, it helped form who I am today. I didn't... I spent a huge... And we love you. ...childhood reading and everything else. And, and I love the skills that I learned and everything else. But, like, Saturday morning sucked. So, like, I wanted, like, long time just chilling out and my perfect breakfast from when I was a kid. I'm not going to go with my, like, breakfast from when I was five because that was literally burning an Eggo waffle until it was black and then pouring salt into it and eating it. Uh, there had to be a thin, Christ. visible layer of salt in every uh, uh, little square on the Eggo waffle, and then I would crunch it. it it's hideous. Um... I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me. God damn it, Patrick. Um, God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to go. Jesus. Just, I thought I was fucked and weird as a kid. I used to like mix every liquid. I would mix every liquid in the fridge and see like how it came out. And my dad, I was like, dad, try this. And he'd be a champ and he'd try it. But like, you know, sometimes there was stuff like citrus and berry mixed into the same cup. Yep. And that's usually a no-no. And of course, I'd like to put, I like to, Take stuff from a 
out the medicine cabinet, the uh, spice rack, and then put that in their drink as well. Because I was like, mm -hmm. what does cinnamon taste like in water? You know, I'd ask the tough questions. I think there's a little bit of scientist in me at one point. And I was like, what do we get here? And I'm just so glad that I never, like, poisoned myself. But no, that, Patrick, feel that. that's carbon. You're eating coal. Coal and salt. Yes. Salty it's like coal. a biblical story or something like that, you know? But I'm like, turn to Sodom Gomorrah like, in your I mouth. Wanted. I was like, this ego is not cooked enough. We're going to burn it. Um, Did you want to punish yourself like the, the Catholics do? And No, I was super into themselves? it. And I mean, I was Catholic <laughs> at the time. But um, self-flagellation is not actually uh, encouraged in the modern church. But those of us in the know still do it. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to instead go with my food from later, which was later on, once I was in my early teens, um, the 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 tenor of Saturday mornings had shifted somewhat, uh, and I would be cleaning the house while uh, it was still all chores. But like used to be, we'd go like shopping with my dad. But my younger brother was born, and so my dad would go with my younger brother and my older brother to do the shopping, and I would clean the house while they were gone. Uh, and so during that period, I started making a breakfast every day, which is part of why I got super fucking fat during that period, uh, which is. Three Eggo waffles, not burned, but, like, well-cooked. Three over-easy eggs. And you take the eggs and you put them on the top, the top Eggo. And then you pour syrup and butter on all three of the layers. And then you burst the yolks and tip the top one so that the yolks pour down through the two lower waffles. And then you stack a bitch and eat it. And that's wow. decadent. And I would make, like, two uh -huh. of those and then, like, clean the whole house while listening to one of the only two not-classical vinyls that my parents had. Uh, which were Queens, A Night at the Opera, and an album by Sister Sledge, whose name I no longer remember. Hmm. So, that's an interesting thing, too, and I think that's kind of what I was trying to get at earlier in my ramble. Um you know, this, this topic came from such a, uh, nostalgic place. Uh, and, and I think there's nostalgia there for all of us, but specifically for my childhood, it's looking back and trying to concoct a perfect day is a little weird. You know, there's the stuff that I liked and then there's the stuff that I liked specifically because like I didn't get to experience it regularly. Um, yeah. be it certain foods that I had or certain shows that I was able to watch. Um, and it's, it's tough because like, I don't have answers looking back now. Like, did I genuinely like that? Or did I like that? Because like, it was, you know, something naughty that like, you know, I knew that I wasn't supposed to be watching or like didn't have access to. So like it, yeah. it had that extra like, oomph, you know, and I, I can't necessarily, answer that question <laughs> and like you know uh, it's interesting like you talk about like your 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 perfect breakfast and like you know your your breakfast from when you were five and your breakfast when when you were in your teens involved egos i didn't have egos until i was a man like and the first <laughs> time blinded by them yes that, that was the setup for it <laughs> um, thank you patrick <laughs> <laughs> and the first time I had an ego, I was like, this is, this is shit. 
Like, why? Yeah. Why do people like these? And then could you do this to a waffle? <laughs> now that I'm like even older, I like kind of get it now. I'm like, you know, sometimes I don't want to make a batch of waffles. Sometimes I yeah. just want to throw something in a toaster and be fucking done with it. Yeah. And I've like come back <laughs> around to the Eggo waffle. Um, and again, the cycle of the Eggo. <laughs> there we go, baby. <laughs> it is a circle. It is a circle. You know, most I'm waffles are square, but the Eggo is round. It's a closed loop, a cycle. Actually, dude, and if they you know have your all alchemy, kinds of Eggos now. And magic. There's the like what? cinnamon toast one that actually yep. looks like a piece of toast. Yeah. They're not all circular now. Oh. They had like a oh uh, a Spider Man. I was gonna make a point about alchemy like, and magic in a closed circle. But... Cool, I can ruin it by talking about egos, baby. <laughs> the people came for. Thank you for ruining that. Thank you. <laughs> oh, real uh, real quick though, uh, ego. I do remember as a kid. I don't know if they still have them. They had one where it was about the size of a regular ego, but it was square. But it was made up of four other squares, and they yeah. looked like a piece of toast, right? Yeah. And like they would break apart, and they'd be a little softer in consistency uh, than you know the regular ego because ego, you know, egg. Well, I think these were like uh, more of a wheat based or something. I don't know how bread works. Anyway, um <laughs> they were whole was a... wheat with blueberries. No. I remember because I asked for months. There were cinnamon ones as well. I asked oh, okay. for months if we could get those instead of the buttermilk because I was curious. And I tried each of the two square flavors and I was like these are inferior because I was a child with no sense of humor and a huge stick up my ass. Wow, you would have been interesting as a kid. What's funny you, is, you we know, wouldn't have been you, friends. Fun. You probably would have been like, sick I of my shit because fun. Because, because I said interesting, not fun. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't but, be fun either if I spent my Saturdays doing manual labor and chores and shit. Yeah. But it was great. <laughs> when you were talking, Patrick, about your your Saturdays after five years old. Um, you know, I, I just love that my dad also, where my TV addiction came from, was from my father, and you know, Saturday morning. Uh, and, and Sunday morning, really, it's that's football. And so my dad would be in the front room. Like if we didn't, I got to enjoy Saturday morning cartoons because there was a TV in my mom's room. See, I wouldn't know shit about morning cartoons if it was just one TV in the front room because my dad was watching football. But like, like I said, like, um, like, 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 guys, sound like a little teenage girl. Um, the Saturday mean? morning cartoons would be stop showing after like twelve or one or even 11.30. And so then the rest of the Saturday would begin. And then we would start choring. I knew it was time to do chores once my dad put on a Gypsy uh, King CD. Nice. <laughs> and I'd hear it. Or like um, some 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 other kind of music, like just from that dad music. And I was like, all right, dad music's playing right now. It's time to go out to the front room. Maybe actually have a not cereal, but it's like somebody else made breakfast, like the parents are up. And then we'd start choring, like, you know, lifting up the couches and shit, rearranging the furniture. So like, I got a little bit of that, but it's it's interesting. My point here is to see the balance between you know, what our parents did to us. <laughs> and how we turned out. <laughs> how we yeah. turned out, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it, it is an interesting thing to reflect on, because it is one of those things where, like, as a kid, I was, like, outright pissed that I was forced to do all of this dumb manual labor shit. 
And then I basically supported myself with it for almost a decade. So... You are what you eat, apparently. Yeah, you are what you eat. <laughs> and I was like, you, well, shit, this Which is, is a burnt waffle with words. salt. And I was mad. Yes, it was a burnt waffle with salt, and it made me into the man I am today. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those interesting things. Like, those those experiences when you are young really do shape you, and they, they change your attitudes about stuff. And, like, we didn't have, like, strict, like, minute-per-minute minute things like you were describing, Etienne, but like watching tv in the house was limited there was one tv it was like 20 fucking years old it was in the living room we didn't like i wasn't allowed to change the channel i basically didn't turn it on the vast majority of the time i got to watch like a little bit of tv like right after i got home from school or if i was homesick or if it was like a day off school, I'd like watch the children's shows, like, and I'd love it. Like during the summer, that was like, oh, those were awesome. great. like on weekdays, great. I'd like watch the kids' shows on PBS, and I was down. But like, um, in terms of like actually watching TV, like we didn't, like it wasn't like a lot of my friends have that experience of like I was kind of raised by TV, like it was always on when I was a kid. Like we didn't watch TV in the evenings regularly at all until my mid-teens um we read books like my parents read books out loud to us from 7 p.m till 9 p.m and then we went like we went to our room and that was a thing like until i was a teenager um and then at that point which is funny that you were bringing up discovery channel uh, we started every tuesday watching like stuff on the discovery channel and then once I was 13, I was allowed to change the channel. I was staying up a little bit later than my parents. And I started watching like nighttime TV and having all of that. And I saved up for two years and I bought a TV in my room. But like, yeah, it's weird. Like I never, I didn't have that like growing up with TV and like seeing all these pop culture things. So there's also like a ton of pop culture stuff from the early 2000s and 90s that I've learned through osmosis and I've never fucking seen. I've never seen an episode of Hey Arnold. I have never seen an episode of Doug. I have never seen an episode of 90% uh. of the, like, like all the shows that you guys have talked about watching as kids. Like, I haven't yeah. seen almost any of them. I've seen a couple of episodes of the original X-Men. If it makes you feel better, Patrick, oh. I literally have never <laughs> heard of one of the cartoons that you've talked about. Which one? I don't remember the name. David the Gnome? <laughs> yes, just that, that. <laughs> Oh yeah! Literally never heard of that. It was a Norwegian yeah, children's the... show that was then sent to Sweden and dubbed into Swedish, and then the Swedish version was shipped to the U.S. and dubbed into English. So it's a two-layer dub animated show about a gnome named David fighting trolls and being an animal doctor in rural Norway. That's badass. It's awesome. It's great. If you That's guys a... ever want to look up some trippy ass shit, look up David the Gnome. He travels to the Himalayas to like, kind of go visit his friend, the ancient Himalayan mystic, to like defeat the like evil trolls that have taken control of like the all-powerful magical gem in this fucking Tibetan temple. It's fucking wild, dog. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Now, now I know where they got the inspiration for that show, Hilda. It's this new show on okay. them. There's like two seasons. Hilda. Have you seen Hilda's it? Uh, Hilda's awesome. Hilda's I great. Love that show. Right? Uh, you were about to say something, Nemo, I think. Oh, I was just going to say, like, like for me, like, the reason why I love 
anything animated now is because of like my exposure to all these cartoons growing up. You know what I mean? Like I just like I liked watching cartoons more than I liked watching an- like live action stuff. You know what I mean? And like to this day, I still prefer anything animated over anything live action. Don't get me wrong; like I do appreciate live action stuff where it where it is, but like as it stands, I would prefer to watch an art piece moving in front of me and like what's the style? What was the work that had to go into the storytelling? Like you can you can do so much more with animation and like yeah, I yeah. just I and love the singing too. You know the. Yeah, like like also like a lot of animated stuff has a lot of singing and a lot of like musical numbers and stuff like that has like grown over the years of like using music shit. I don't know. I like again, that's my that's my cup of tea. Like I'm super with it. I'm, I'm sorry I was <laughs> laughing. It was just the, the audience can't see this right now, but as you were like, Yeah, there's like singing and musical numbers, Etienne was just very slowly shaking his head as like it's Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it has its place. Like, I'm not going to, like, shit on it. And obviously everybody's entitled to, like, their own things. Like, difference of tastes are, are a thing. And you should be respectful that everybody's entitled to their their own opinion and their own their own tastes and media that they choose to consume and like a lot of people especially our generation were were raised on disney so having that that animated thing with you know singing and dancing and blah 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 like cool whatever um it's funny because i was like so much in agreement with what you were saying and then you got to that and i was like that's a thing for a lot of people. It's just not for me. It's like, yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, you know, the reason why, I mean, Nico was saying, and I was agreeing, uh, is, yeah, I read this thing, and it, or just the remakes for Disney. This is a little non, it's a little sidebar here. You know, it's not related, but so the remakes for Disney are basically just a, a money grab, and they're trying to go off on that nostalgia. But the reason, uh, with uh, Nico bringing it up, his um the reason why animation is so appealing is you don't have to worry about casting the actor who who looks the part but you know what about the singing part you know the uh, the music in the uh the animated classic uh, disney movies is just so much better and of course you can do a lot of those fantastical things you can animate them and instead of having to worry about like you know who looks like bell or whatever or gaston you know that's fair. And I think it kind of goes both ways because you have stuff where, like, the character was written to be played by somebody, so they make the character look more like the individual. But at the Maybe same time, you don't have to do it. Um, and it's it's interesting, too. Uh, there are these characters that, like, there's live action iterations and then there's the, the, the cartoon or the animated iteration. And there are people who I feel like are these characters, but don't look the, like, again, like you, you talk about, you know, Joker as a famous one, like yeah, Jack Nicholson fucking, What's his face? I can't remember. He died. Ledger. Field. Heath Ledger. Yeah, Heath Ledger. He died for your sins, dude. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Mark Hamill. My man. Every time. It's, that, it's that was, oh, yeah. Dude, that Mark Hamill. Yeah. 
He's the voice for Joker. stealing my like thunder on the point that I was literally leading into. Neil. Wow, way to go, Nico. All right, I've lost control. I just, like, it's just, it's right there. Like, Mark Hamill <laughs> no. will always, like, just just like, um, what's his face? Being uh, being the voice of Batman. Um, uh, oh, oh. Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin, Kevin Conroy. Yes, like, like, Kevin Conroy will forever be the true voice of Batman. All the time. But for me, um, uh, Tara Strong for, like, you know, 80% of well, speaking of childhood uh, cartoons, you know, we're thinking like Powderpuff Girls, Bubbles, fucking uh, Raven oh, yeah. from uh, Teen Titans, uh, Harley Quinn. Like, come on. Oh, Harley Quinn. Anyway, uh, I might need to have some <laughs> yeah, alone time later. Awakening that we were all just- <laughs> Good morning, uh, Mr. Everyone. J. I know. But, but yeah, I, I feel like there's, there's, there's something to be said about that. Like, there, there is a wider ability to make the thing exactly the way you imagine with animation. And it's funny because as a kid, I very much preferred live action material. Uh, most animation to me was like, I basically was like, animation is for kids and that's fine. But like the serious stuff is all live action. And that was part of why uh, the period where I got obsessed, like I said, when, when I became a teenager and I could finally change the channel, I, I was an insomniac, and I'd been an insomniac for many years at that point, but now I was allowed to change the channel. My parents were like, yeah, you can watch the TV as long as you keep it down, like, and are in bed by, like, midnight. And the thing is, is that I wouldn't go to bed at midnight. I'd go to bed at four in the morning because my dad was getting up shortly afterwards. Um, but I started just watching stuff all night, and I quickly discovered Adult Swim and was like, holy shit, animation oh, can deal with more intense, fucked up topics. And it can go really crazy places. And that was huge for me. And there were a lot of years where all basically 99% of what I watched was Adult Swim and was like adult animation. So it's interesting because now, now most of what I watch is, is primarily live action again. But that's because there's so much going on with animation that I overdose on it. Right. It's, it's so much intensity. There's so much that's being done. And again, I love that. I think it's a really a really valid uh, point that both you and Etienne made about that, that like animation allows you to have this flexibility in terms of picking exactly the look you want, exactly the voice you want, exactly the style you want, and doing what you want with it, which is really beautiful. And we all came to it from different places, but I think all of us have a certain degree of, of sharing of that position, it sounds like. God, oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, there's like if you think about it, uh, renewability, uh, because, you know, if you, let's say you're trying to do a movie or a series and like throughout the years, you know, thinking about like series that have been going on for like seven or more seasons, you know, actors visibly age, uh, and, um, they can no longer, sometimes they, they age to the point where they no longer can do the part, but like the voices, the voices stay for the most part, they stay the same. So you can keep yeah. that cast and, uh, you can, do whatever you want and you can progress the growth of the character the animated character um to your liking like what I, one of the things i like which i think was revolutionary about adventure time is that um finn would be growing up and they, the way that they released the the episodes or the seasons was uh in line with the growth of that first generation of kids who started watching it like you know people like my brother's age who are like now God, they're 13 and 16, respectively. So, 
I think, I mean, I think I read that somewhere. It makes sense. I'm sticking with yeah. it. Fuck it. Well, and <sighs> if you listen to his voice, like they really, really do good work with his voice progressing naturally. His voice goes through a change partway through the show. Mathematical. Like, I mean, he was a kid too. He was growing up. Like, yeah. And they really they, did that. They made it like organic. Yeah. Like the the weird thing with like him discovering like auto tune and like his voice changing was because his actual <laughs> voice was changing. Yeah. Wait. Was, was that's a good show? Is Finn actually played by a child actor? Mm, I think he's like teen or early twenties. But when I when he started, I was pretty sure he was. Nice. That's super rare. I love that they actually did that. And whoever that actor is, if he started as a kid, he did a fucking great job. And, like, child voice actors usually are kind of a horse piss, but, like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. a lot of child actors, honestly, are horse piss, and it's not their fault, it's that it's hard to act as a kid and people don't know how to direct them. Um, yeah. But, like... Uh, like, most most of, um... Like, like Bart Simpson's voiced by a woman, and, like, I think, uh... Well, fuck, uh, we were talking about uh, Tara Strong, doesn't she... Who does Jimmy from, or is it Timmy? Timmy from, uh... Like fairly odd parents. Is that is that yeah, Tara Strong? Tara Strong yeah. as well. Yeah, she also does Timmy. Yeah, see, and for for that purpose, it's like it's just easier to have a woman do like the little boy voice as opposed to getting a little boy to do it. Well, so... in all of the child characters on the Boondocks, like every major cartoon show, all of the child characters are played by adults. So he started. None of those doing... people. None of those. None of those children are children, though. I mean, some of the shit yeah. that comes out of their mouth. Oh, it's messed up. But you a bitch. You're about, to, you're about to say about what's really good. <laughs> yeah, the fact that that Foxy from uh, Drawn Together is the same person that also plays somebody on Kids Next Door, like that yeah. fucked me up. Oh <laughs> my god. That's right. That's fucking right. And that's how Foxy masturbates. And and the fact that like <laughs> yep. they had like Gore redo or they, they like anytime the lunch lady is doing a song, which she does like I think at least two or three throughout the course of Kids Next Door, uh it's it's a Gore song redone with different lyrics. Like straight oh, up. Really? Wait, did did yes. you say Kids Next Door? Yes. Codename Kids Next yeah. Door, right? Uh, what? Guar yes. worked up. What? What? I fucking yes. love Kids Next Door, dude. That, are you, wow! Holy shit! I wish I'm so, new today. That's all. Yeah. The yeah, lunch lady song. Up. She does like two. They're they're redone Gore songs. Um, I think oh, one shit. is Gore Gore, and the other one I think is Private Pain of Techno Destructo, but I could be wrong on that. Uh, but they're definitely like redone Gore songs. Awesome. Anyways, back to dude, my I original point. Kids. That I'm sorry. I, I didn't get to make <laughs> yes. because tangents and Mike. Um, so uh, when the Jeremy Shada, uh, who's the voice actor for Fen, first started, he was 13. Damn. Wow. That's fucking awesome. Whoa. Yeah, that's God, that I think I pretty cool. Dude, that kid's going to be like, that kid's going to like grow up to be fucking Phil Lamar. Like, that's <laughs> fucking wild. Yeah, straight up. Which is funny, too. Uh, similar name uh somebody who's been doing voice acting for fucking ever um for uh my birthday i was like getting fucked up and watching a bunch of things uh some shit that i hadn't seen and i finally uh got around to watching uh pompoco and mm -hmm. fucking maurice nice. marsh is the fucking like narrator for pompoco and i like fucking died because i love maurice 
LaMarche. He, Hell he's yeah. the fucking man. Oh, yeah. No, another one of those, like, true OGs of fucking VO. Like... What we try to do every night, Pinky? Try and take over the world! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking love Maurice. Oh, yeah. Reese, fucking... Yeah, um, I was looking at... John DiMaggio, Tara Strong, like, the whole... You know what I mean? Like, that Paul just... just hiding. Yeah, dude. Like, just... Oh, man. Ugh. I love I love each and each and every one of them individually. Like they're just such great great people and they're great actors and anyway, it's just yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it sucks when I, I um a lot of those guys have got a lot of work, they're very uh recognizable, you know, and, and their um their catalog is um uh it's massive. It's, uh, it's huge. They have so, so many what, characters. It's massive, it, it's very very eclectic, you know, very it's amazing. Um, I even want to look into voiceover myself, you know, if I want to look into that. But every time I hear myself, like, recorded back to me, I just hate my voice. <laughs> That's common. I just yeah. hate it so much. I'm like, it's I sound like that? God, why do people listen to me? <laughs> well, like, and it's a thing you have to, like, inure yourself to. You have to spend a lot of time, like, listening to your own voice before it stops pissing you off. Because uh, when you hear your voice, when you actually speak it yourself, you're hearing it from inside your own head. And there's all these resonance pockets that you hit in your own body that make your voice sound a certain way. And when you hear the recording, you're hearing it from the outside. So the voice simply sounds wrong. It's mm-hmm. like the weird uncanny valley yeah. response where you're like, that is repulsive. You're and, giving yourself cognitive dissonance with your own voice. Yeah. And you have to like get to a point where oh. you're used to that sound before that cognitive dissonance goes away. Uh, and that's something I've run into just doing like uh, video recording and like music stuff for like the last few years is. Oh like, yeah, I dude. I hate the sound this of motherfuckers. Things, like, guys. Watch that. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, um, doing doing, doing yeah. NATO stuff has definitely helped get get over it for sure. <clears throat> well, I think it was we... a mute before we started NATO, guys. In case you're wondering, we've he didn't speak at all. We had in to. We had to we had to shuck him like a shell. He was like a little uh, almond, if you will. And we just we cracked him open. Uh, we did it forcibly. I don't, um, I don't know. Their penises. I don't. I don't agree with that statement. I don't agree. Yeah, with the first sound that. he made was a scream. It was in fear and anguish. Don't, and then from there, we, we just deconstructed this episode it. with rape jokes. I don't want to do this. <laughs> no, I it's not a rape joke. It was. Guys. That was 100% a rape joke. That was 100% a rape joke, Mike. You can't backlog no, it now. No. You all can't right, backlog right. it now. All right, all right, all right. Here's here here the It's the Japanese equivalent. It's the Japanese equivalent where you didn't realize that you wanted it, but really you wanted God it. God damn it, no. Uh, no, okay, you know what? You know what? You know what? No, we're going we're gonna to end this on, on my challenge to all y'all. Find some toaster scrambles and enjoy it. All right, go do <laughs> it. Toaster scrambles. Toaster scrambles. I think we've effectively cornered cornered this question. We've all answered it. We're all in a place today. So I want to say thank you to the audience for sticking with us through this odyssey. And thank you for tuning in to Shitting the Shoot with NATO Comedy. God bless America and try the toaster scramble. Mm-hmm.